How's it going, Reject Nation, and welcome to our Season 3, Episode 5 Reaction, Review, Recap, and Breakdown of The Boys. The last time to look on this world of lies. What a title. <laughs> In a season, I mean, this show always has interesting titles for the episodes, and, and one of the most, uh, <laughs> you know, name-checked and anticipated titles is coming next week. But for right now, uh, yeah, this is another very striking entry into to an already striking series. Series, the most somber in a lot of ways, the most um, dramatic in a sense, but uh, we'll get to that. Anyway, much love and appreciation to you guys for tuning in, as well as to Athletic Greens for partnering up with us. They make a terrific all-in-one health formula comprised of 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, adaptogens, and superfoods. Uh, it keeps us feeling pretty sharp as well as just covering a lot of our nutrients that we don't get being so busy during the day. So uh, yeah, more on them in a little bit. And uh, for right now, now, enjoy the cast. Wow, that was like just a straight up drama episode. Yeah. With a musical number. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's really his darkest season. Next one will be so much fun. <laughs> just a, it's a little bit more Soldier Boy every episode. <laughs> Soldier Boy. The last Soldier one's Boy. just gonna be a solo episode, <laughs> one location only. Soldier Boy. Ah, <laughs> uh, fucking hell, mate! <laughs> this fucking show. I doubt there's a post-credit scene. All right, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right. Well, before we talk about this episode, before we review it which I thought was another great episode. Very somber, this one. Mm -hmm. It's been more of a somber season overall. A word from today's sponsor. Thank you to Athletic Greens for partnering up with us once again. No joke, when we first started partnering up with them, I wasn't as familiar with Athletic Greens. And for the past month in between that time, I had to move and there's been a whole lot coming out. So exercise and sleep has been very much limited. So definitely needed something to maintain energy, to remain reasonably healthy. We've been having Athletic Greens every single day for over a month now. About over a month? Yeah, it's 100% yeah. true. <laughs> I feel like it's made a total difference in my life. I fully attest to it. Uh, ordered some of our own as well on top of the ones they already shipped to us. So I'm hoping that we can stay partner with them for as long as possible because I really do feel like it's been a major health influence in our lives. John, why don't you go ahead and tell them what it is that we've been taking? Absolutely. We've been taking their AG1 formula, which is comprised of 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, adaptogens, probiotics, and more. And what's great about it is it's an all-in-one formula, so it's way cheaper than trying to get all those things individually and then come up with some kind of regimen. And it definitely has us feeling sharper, especially on these more sleepless nights. It keeps us feeling relatively physically clean and, and fresh as well. Yeah, sometimes I take it twice a day. But usually first thing in the morning, right when I wake up on an empty stomach, if I have an opportunity to work out, I'll mix it with like half of a pre-workout. And a lot of times if I actually have like a bad meal, I will <laughs> have it at night before I go to bed. And yeah, I really do stand by this. I really believe in the product a lot. So yeah, no, we're not making all the funny jokes 
so we usually make because yeah. we are mentally clear and alert right now <laughs> thanks to AG1 in order to make these claims but also the great thing too is uh, your subscription is less than $3 a day for Athletic Greens and when you use our special link athleticgreens.com slash rejects you'll receive some free gifts as well including a year supply of vitamin D which uh, you know not everybody gets as much sun as we do <laughs> out here in LA so take advantage of that for sure so yeah thank you Athletic Greens really stand by everything we just said right now and happy to be partnering up with you guys because it's it's been very helpful thank you all right uh where, where to kick it off with oh boy um, let's i mean let's kick it off with it let's talk about soldier boy i feel like it's what everybody wants to to get to yeah yeah god i just keep craving more jensen ackles i know Fuck, they're really like cock teasing us <laughs> getting they to, are getting to the point where i'm like there better be like just so much soldier boy, <laughs> and they better not kill him off. Like you better be coming back for the next season because yeah. it's just been one build up after another, and it's getting me like antsy for more, more of him. Like I, I can't even really review the performance yet. Like I like what Jensen Ackles is doing. I like the teases that we've been getting. I appreciated those subtle little nods. Uh, not not. I don't know if you want to call them references, nods, but, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that pokings got, at. Because I remember you would, uh, it's not Steve Trevor. Wait, yeah, Steve Trevor. Oh, Steve my God. Rogers? It's been a long day. No, Steve Rogers is Captain America. Steve Trevor is Wonder Woman. Yeah. And, and Wonder Woman 84, that was a comment, that was a joke that was definitely going around about like, he's not at all surprised by the amount of conclusion and diversity in the streets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and all I, the, yeah, all the updated sensibilities and stuff. Yeah, yeah so I like, I did like, they actually included that a little hint at, the kind of point of view this character has. <laughs> Interracial couples, what? Because <laughs> I want them to push the boundaries, but especially with getting Jensen Ackles in here, knowing his relationship with Eric Kripke from Supernatural and you know, just coming off of the ending of Supernatural, I, I want them to go really bold with you know putting him in here. Um, because I, I'm, I'm aware that it's going to get like very sexual. It's going to get like extremely <laughs> sexual. Uh, like I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm already concerned about. I know we're going to not going to keep that this, video this monetized, but I just a lot of trouble getting I that. Just, video I just up. don't want it to get taken off of YouTube. Yes. <laughs> is, is or just that. be one big blur. <laughs> yeah, I, I want. I just want it to be able to still live on the channel. So that I am already a bit nervous about that one, but. He's talked about on Seth Meyers' show, like, yeah, there's going to be some, like, crazy sexual stuff that he, his character has to do. Um, but I, I want them to go really bold with it because, yeah, I'm not even sh I don't really have a sense of yet who, who this character is other than the, the you know, carrying over. Like, we haven't really explored who he is as a person yet. Like, we're still, we're still yet to grasp, um, you know, what is his association with the world? What's his personality going to be like? Is he going to be more anti-hero? Is he going to be a straight-up villain? You know, how, how are they going to mesh all this? We all have our theories and predictions of how this can go down, mm -hmm. especially for those who have really dived into the, the source material. But I'm I'm still waiting for what is the what is the portrayal? Because, yeah, it's a lot of it is very much currently just a big riff on Captain America mm -hmm. and both Winter Soldier, um, a strong clash of both of them. And, you know, but a, a more of a realistic version of it all. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that, that ending scene, you know, because for Crimson Countess, his girlfriend, because they're saying, like, everyone hated you. You know, she's saying that to him. And, you know, I really believe that speech he was giving when he was, you yeah. know, lamenting that the sorrow of not, of, of feeling like, oh, I just kept hoping you would come to me and, and rescue me. 
but everyone hated him. And yet we didn't really, we haven't seen much of why, why did everyone hate him? You know? Yeah, and, I, and it's not a complaint. It's just I'm I'm waiting for that before I can really dive into like Jensen Ackles' performance. Yeah, totally. Because they're just giving you. I, I like right now. I'm really enjoying the pacing of the show for those things. Getting yeah, a little bit. We start to hear whispers about this weapon, something to do with Soldier Boy. We see a few flashbacks, and then increasingly we get just more glimpses at who he is. But I like that they've kept most of his character as seen through everybody else's eyes who knew him, who was there for the history through. MM and th- with him too like I-, I thought you know the way that they're going about teaming up with Soldier Boy potentially and also gearing up to maybe have to deal with him as a physical threat I thought the way they tied that into everything with Butcher and Huey and especially MM has been really nice too and that gradual you know pushing towards the edge because I think you know it's I wouldn't say it's like a completely foregone conclusion but I liked it in this episode MM doesn't actually take the V it's like I feel like it will happen there will be that breaking point that line that he will cross but at the same time I like that here you know you get those moments of tension where you're like it looks like he might be ready to snap and do it but he's really trying to hold on to his moral compass because that's what this is all about and I think it's really nice that they keep that in mind because it's easy to lose yourself in the fantasy and in you know, the darker implications of the philosophy, but I think that is the trickiest one, is like, how do you defeat such depraved enemies without becoming depraved yourself and negating the whole process? Well, the this process is like, like it's just so not thought out on what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have, if you do ultimately have a weapon, I think it's going down a path where Soldier Boy and Homelander. I think in the comics they slept together. Oh yeah, let's yeah. see that. I want. I, I that. don't think they're gonna do For that. For a whole hour, I want that. Yeah, I, I don't think they're gonna do that. But I think they are gonna form a kinship. I think they are gonna form a bond, and I feel like that's kind of what they're alluding to. Sort of a like that that when Homelander was watching him, a bit of this uh, interest or desire or something. I, I'm not sure exactly what it was, but definitely a curiosity about him that felt more than just a hmm. like it, it's it's and, and then with the little teases we've gotten about the kind of individual that soldier boy is i would venture to guess that they're probably going to form some type of bond mm. and it is not going to go according to plan but i'm like even if it did go according to plan like come on guys you're not thinking this through if you did have this ultimate human weapon who's able to take down homelander but this guy's a horrible dude. How are you going to take down the guy? How are you going to take down the thing that takes on Homelander then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You replace, you've literally <laughs> just swapped your problem for the same problem. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I, that, that it just seems like one big compounding problem after another. And I'd venture to guess that MM, that like when, the, when this plan goes to shit, that MM would then have to take some V24 to, them try to take down Soldier Boy, but like I said, I just don't want them to get rid of Soldier Boy this season. If if they do ultimately end up killing him, mm-hmm. but I do really like the darkness so far of him. Like it's such like Jensen Ackles is, is an amazing. If you've seen Supernatural, that's that's obviously the work that most, including ourselves, are mainly familiar with the guy in, um, and it, where you got to see most of his range. And, and that show, you do get a lot of different ranges of that one portrayal, where you do see a lot of versatility with that actor, and. I'm like, oh yeah, no, Jensen, let's totally pull this roll off. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they are doing a like this 
this fucking back and forth thing with like Huey and Starlight, <laughs> you know, like first it's the, the first season is Huey is, uh, you know, is falling in love with her, but he's working with the boys and you know, she's a part of the, the seven, the enemy. And then in the second season, you know, like she doesn't really trust him and they are, you know, by the end of it, they, they end up getting back together and here they're finally together. And now, these no choices and, and i like the how they're doing the v24 as a as as a drug analogy you know getting hooked on drugs and using it as a crutch you know it's, it's like when you, it's such a different conversation with butcher who's kind of surrendering to something as an extension to take down things but he already displays confidence he already displays strength he, he he's already proven himself where he can he can handle certain shit. now he's just using this Whereas Huey is like, I'm a completely different human being, and I like that person. I can, I, I feel like I'm actually, uh, I can contribute something physically to the team. Finally, you know, and so it's, it's a very different psychological relationship with V24 versus what, what Butcher has, and I think it's cool that they're able to draw both, like two different dynamics with uh, taking the drug. Um, you know, in a way that doesn't feel like repetitive, or you're just watching two characters go through the same thing um, with the with the same vice or the same crutch. I, I think that's really neat how they're um, uh, drawing that, and uh, it was heartbreaking at, mm -hmm. at that end. You know, it didn't feel like just another repetitive. Oh, come on! Of course they're together now; they're not going to be together. Thing. It's, it's <laughs> like uh, Huey. Huey keeps saying he's doing this for Starlight, but it's there's more than that that he's doing it for because of how it makes him feel as a as an individual, and you know as someone who's always tr trying to teeter on because because since season one, they've teased Huey just eventually getting to a breaking point of pure darkness, and you know it brings it back to that because Huey really was the main character of of the first season, and. Um, like at least I thought so. Uh, you know, it seemed like it was all drawn from his perspective for the most part. And now it's sort of bringing it back to that trajectory of what's gone on with that character too. And I think uh, Jack Wade's doing an amazing job. Yeah, no, totally. And I'm, I'm, I mean, it already, there was that theme brought up in the Maeve scene about, you know, it's all this stuff, drugs, whatever else, V24, it all right. just makes you more of you. It just amplifies what's already in there. And I know that there's that, aspect of Huey was like no, no no I'm a totally different guy but you do get that hint at the end of we're right back here to you using this no more lies thing to just cover up a bigger set of omitted truths yeah and so what more from the things that Huey is trying to run away from are going to make it into his uh you know personality and physicality as he goes further and further down the v24 rabbit hole and I mean yeah like that's a plot line that could easily become like oh come on you know like wheel spinning and rote but it feels like yeah there's just given this world that we live in and Starlight's position and, and Huey's position especially you know as inter abilities you know couple it seems like there's a natural order in which it would be hard for them to ever have a happy relationship mm. and uh and yeah I, I appreciated that quite a bit and uh i mean god this was not a very like homelander centric episode i did enjoy like the little bits of him this is almost the episode where he was like too distracted with learning how to run Vought and being like, oh god this is this is a lot for for this is more than i bargained for kind of um 
but you know even so i thought they made his moments very still like impactful each time he was there that whole thing with mave is is nasty <laughs> and chilling well being able to smell butcher on her i mean the way she tried lying her way out of it oh you're being pretty obvious me <laughs> yeah but i think i think as an actor it was kind of an intentional choice because i think the way she was it started clicking for me halfway through the scene because at first i'm like oh my god bad lying <laughs> but I, I it started i'm not just saying this to be kind it it, it did strike me as uh, no, i think the scene was played intentionally like bad lying because it was more of a demonstration. She had to be doing bad lying because to get to the point where you're divulging the, the whole truth that even when we were like dating and, and, and sleeping with each other, I had hated you since day one yeah. and I had feared you since day one. Hmm. So to get to the point of letting that go, it's like the lying had to be bad as a sign of she's not even trying her best to cover this up. Yeah. Like she wants to yeah, let it out. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it felt very like cliche horror movie so it got me as a jump scare yeah. but it was like still kind of like goofy when i look back i'm like black noir just <laughs> yeah waiting yeah, here yeah, in the shadows yeah yeah with the bag it's a little goofy but it still got me as yeah. a jump scare moment yeah but right. i thought it did sell me like i think what they've done so well with this season is uh, more than the other ones is Homelander could just kill anyone at any time now. Mm. He always had that ability, but now it just seems like he, there's like nothing and no one to stop this guy at any given moment. Not even Ashley. No, not <laughs> even. <laughs> not even. Oh, God. And all the stuff with A-Train this episode was gnarly. There are parts of the writing of it, though, where I did... I have no issue at all with them uh, infusing like political stuff. Uh, it's never been a. I've never been like fuck that. I, mm. I've, I've never had an issue with that. I do think some of it is 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 a little too overt. Like, I mean, I mean, I feel like still do it. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you can still do. Black Lives Matter. All lives matter. Cancel culture. Like, you can totally still do all that. I I. My this is a subjective taste. I personally prefer it when it's a little bit more like you're, you're replacing words instead to not make it as obvious. Hey. You know, like I preferred it when he was saying soups lives matter versus yeah. like immediately going black lives matter, all lives matter. Like, okay, now you're not even you now you're just so direct about it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so in the world of the boys, all these movements have also been happening <laughs> too, yeah, you know? Totally. Where I liked it better when they are doing a commentary on it as opposed to just let's just pluck it out and put it here. Yeah, yeah. it's like I do like the 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 way this show I've I've heard some reviews kind of liken it to being less of like a, a satirical commentary world and more like a mirror world to ours that just happens to have soups. And so, yeah, this I feel like they do a good job generally of riding a fine line of going that's the language that I hear for these conversations yeah. in real life, but yeah, packaged up in a way where it doesn't glare out and I feel like, yeah, while I appreciate the intention of especially that scene as that speech goes down and as the fight breaks out it is one of the few times where the yeah it's like you said the overtness kind of does pierce through the artifice and then you're like oh i can kind of feel like bullet points of the sentiment for this scene rather than it feeling like i almost feel like that scene could have used just a little bit more breathing room to get yeah. us there so that you can finesse that stuff because you're getting the 
you're showing it. You're getting the point across yeah. without needing to be so on the. You nose. don't need to call it Antifa and all these. Like I would, yeah. I would have picked up on like, yeah, they're commenting on Antifa. <laughs> without it. it's like they're at the point now where I'm like you might as well call this Trumpism with Homelander. You know? Yeah. <laughs> when I'm yeah. like, I already pick up on it without you having to say it. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, um. And especially with Homelander stuff, like a lot of that, you know. Oh, it's so uh, Trumpian. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, and he uses the similar language, but yeah, it's not like exactly actually just coming out and saying it's this <laughs> yeah. you know and i mean i'll give you i feel like you know you can get a black lives matter or one of the actual world catch uh, slogans or, or or repeat phrases or mantras or motifs in there but when you yeah start to kind of get a tops game of them going it does feel like you are aiming for those you know uh you're aiming to kind of break the the wall with those and sometimes that again subjective taste and sometimes th- th- that will pull me out to the point where I feel like the, the the point and impact of what they're trying to convey actually is not as strong because I'm being now now I feel like I'm being told it and I'm like I already get it <laughs> you know well, yeah. we all, we've all already heard this language for the past few years <laughs> yeah know? and one thing that's great about the sensibility of this show is I feel like while the politics are on display surely and that must tick a certain amount of people off I can yeah. I can imagine that there's probably a percentage because of how edgy and, and harsh the show is and because it shows multiple perspectives on multiple yeah, aspects of definitely. life it's like I could see people watching it who maybe don't share certain beliefs that are motivating some of the writing and that scene was one where I was like I would imagine a, a, a lesser amount of people uh, sort of just being in the rhythm of the show and then not getting pulled out by that like people who could benefit from that message yeah. and who maybe could you know uh, uh, this is coming use... from people who don't totally lean towards these political beliefs too. yeah and it's like <laughs> yeah. for us in that scene yeah. with, with Blue Falcon or whatever his name is like you're preaching to the choir a little bit like yeah. of course we are on the side of, of A-Train's brother basically yeah. of like hey do this yeah. the right way for Christ's sake um, but yeah it's like I could see somebody who is not on board with Black lives matter watching this and in certain instances of that kind of commentary just accepting it as part of the show and not not having that knee-jerk reaction that you would to a more overtly laid out here is a message you know and I feel like that's a scene that might miss that opportunity to hook somebody who isn't on the page with you know this who isn't part of the choir being preached to yeah you know I think season two had a great handle on that Mm -hmm. and uh and for the most part, this one does too. Oh, this season, yeah. yeah. It's really just, you know, it's it might sound like it's nitpicking, but I, I, I don't know. To me, it, it really would be like, hey, come on, you guys. Uh, I've seen you be insanely good and clever at this for like, yeah. for like many episodes now, yeah, like twenty totally. something episodes. Uh, that that it that it would kind of pull me out. But the context of what they're doing Ooh. with slowly watching a train, you know, kind of this thing of. Will he be a better person? Like he's he grow a soul because <laughs> he's he's constantly been in turmoil and conflict over all the decisions we've seen him go through, even ever since the first season, starting off as a complete closed off, cold hearted asshole who killed Robin, to now where he's at in his life. You know, he even seems in conflict about turning in supersonic and being kind of ca- and being cowardice about the whole situation. Um, even this situation with. Um, yeah, with the black community. Um, uh, I forget what hometown. You remember what hometown? Oh, God. It's uh, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue, too. He said it. Um, <sighs> but, yeah, whatever that, that, that community is. Yeah. And um, 
you know, why, and it becomes personal for him too. And his brother's uh, now uh, in the hospital and paralyzed. is now in a similar situation, but he has no superpowers that A-Train's been in before where he can't, where he's injured and can't really move. He's, he's a little immobile. Uh, I like I like the context of that a lot, of watching as a guy who starts off as, I'm just doing this to, to placate and to rebrand myself and my image to, oh, there's more personal things that are making him actually care more mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a more real way. He's realizing that the system of corporate, uh, uh, of, of, of like corporate virtue signaling doesn't actually help or get things done and you can't come from that place yeah. as he has been and expect to enact real meaningful change on people's lives yeah yeah i appreciate the context and then frenchie and kimiko oh like kimiko being excited about being human you know they they set her up with being someone who because she's always been kind of like a good secret weapon for the boys Mm -hmm. you know uh this but they've really established and they've really delved into it more that she hates the fact that she is this thing Mm -hmm. and you know this this joy at being human and even it's kind of i kind of liken it to like when professor x and days of future past starts like loses his, ab- his abilities he can walk yeah you know, and she's like slowly and getting her voice, voice back. back and then they the expressionate way of showing her emotions to the the music her bonding with frenchie and all this i feel i really am concerned that they, like it's at the point where i'm like oh man they could kill off frenchie you i'm so just worried. having that tragic ending yeah <laughs> like i'm constantly worried for frenchie and kimiko's safety and well-being and i i think they're drawing that story up really nicely because i feel like there's stakes for both of them obviously it's like it's great for kimiko to finally be human but also that means she's way more vulnerable than she was before and frenchie i mean yeah he's caught i like his story of being caught between these alphas and trying to break out of that loop and that cycle and uh and yeah i i hope to god they don't kill him (laughs) i almost feel like that might be the kind of dance that these characters have to play sort of as a motif as they go I like Frenchie's story a lot. In some ways, he's like the Jesse Pinkman of the group. Yeah. Um, he, he's he's such a he's such a sweetheart of a guy, mm-hmm. like such a sweetheart of a guy who's just made some terrible decisions along the way. He's gone on some terrible paths and done some bad things, but he's really at his core um, just a just a really sweet human being. And 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 then you know watching him be tugged around here. Mm. When I'm like, God damn, yeah, Butcher, you fucking caught him in this fucking situation now. Yeah. And now he's now he's suffering for it. Um, and I don't know, maybe Kimiko's going to sacrifice her, this part of her that needs to be human and, and, or, and like get, try to get back her powers in order to save Frenchie in some way. Um, <laughs> now she'll be on the V24 too. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Something to ignite it. Uh, yeah, I'm liking, I'm, I'm, I still like this one a lot. It's not exactly the most, like, I was so shocked that Kimiko started talking. Like, that was the most exciting part to me. It was yeah. like, what? Whoa. He's talking? Holy shit. Yeah. Um, oh, and great musical. And I, like, I've never even seen the, I don't, I've never even seen the actress. I'm, I'm assuming she can speak and she, or is she actually uh, hearing impaired? I, I don't know. Um, I've never seen any interviews with her. So I, I have no idea if she's hearing impaired or actually speaks. Um, but, yeah, or so, yeah, or, I mean, or I mean, she can't be a mute. I don't think for for real. I don't know if that's the correct term. I don't know the terminology. Yeah. I don't want to offend anyone. Either um, way, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, but you guys know what I'm getting at. And, yeah. and sorry if I my choice of words there was not correct. Um, yeah, 
Still, I've never seen any of hers either, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I mean, that's kind of neat because, yeah, cause then she could just exist fully in the character. As Kimiko to me. Yeah, like, she's totally. just purely just Kimiko to me. And um, there's, I mean, so much great body language between them two always. Like, I, I love, even though there is dialogue in the sign language, like, I, I love things like that where you really get your performers just emoting physically, you know? Yeah, very true. Yeah. And the deep. Oh, fuck Rising that. up, <laughs> clearing out the bitch. research team. What a bitch! He's gonna mess everything up when he's at hero gasm and cheats on his wife. Oh, oh, he is. Yeah. He's, oh, he's and gonna then she's him. gonna get with Homelander. I mean, she just controls I mean, everything. I love all. You cut to her. She's he's, he's just reciting what she wrote. Yeah. Oh, so cringy Weak ass bitch. <laughs> um. Chase Crawford is so good in that role. Though. He is He's like so good in that role. He, he, you got to give respect because yeah. he really is willing to just come in with, with no dignity. Yeah, <laughs> as he, as he just laughed at, like yeah. he's the least cool guy. He really <laughs> feels like somebody's kid brother's just trying, bending over backwards to be cool and yeah. accepted. He exists to be like a punchline. Yeah, and uh, and yet he brings such humanity to the character. I think Chase Crawford's work on it is actually pretty under underrated. He's he's really great in this show. Yeah, um, it's like, a, you got to be game. Like, you got to really be game to play this guy. Exists to be pathetic. Yeah, and, and he just and, and to find new lows. Like Chase Crawford is like a really dashingly good looking dude, and like a very like physically fit guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, he has he has the the natural looks of a guy who could be a superhero. Um, but I love how he just plays it as such a pathetic it's human being. Sack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, and he's so good in the role. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, totally. Uh, so yeah, I mean, overall, really somber shit. Uh, this is probably like the one with the least exciting stuff in it. And Paul Reiser, holy fuck, Paul Reiser, Paul Reiser showing up in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Paul Reiser in Russia. Two things very much in carried style. Over. Yeah, <laughs> carried over from Stranger Things. Yeah. Four. It's pretty nuts to and, see like the similarities. Yeah, and R.I.P. Lori Holden. Goodbye, Crimson Countess. Mm. I, I actually thought she would last a little longer than <laughs> these so couple I. appearances. I mean, I like Paul Reiser's performance a lot. It felt like a commentary on like that. Not exactly like a Harvey Weinstein, but it's like a fucking music, entertainment producer. Yeah, pro big mogul of entertainment. Yeah. yeah. He's maybe retired now, but still very much about that life. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that layer of slime on him yeah, so, he, so naturally. He's a, he's just a, a, a few rewrites away from being a guy in like a, a, a robe with a bunch of curly hair. <laughs> being like an Elliot Gould yeah, character. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, you're right on the brink of being that. Um, but yeah, guys, what do you think about this episode? Leave your thoughts down below. Thank you to Athletic Greens for sponsoring this video. Yeah. And last but not least, let's do a Patreon. Eric, <laughs> if there's anyone at this Patreon I want to see in this world, it's you because you know why? We got a hero gasm on the horizon. And if anybody deserves a lifetime pass to an event called Hero Gasm, it would be you, my friend, because think about the things we've seen already in this show. Think about the toys and instruments that were used nearly an episode ago. I want to see you with that star spangled strap on, my friend. I want to see you in some super chaps, you know? Compound or, or, or V24 and up, you know? What super... Imagine the superpowers Eric Horseman would have. He could probably, like, break things in half just by clenching his butt cheeks or something like that, you know? I think you are the perfect Definitely. person to 
descend, not ascend, but descend to the depths of depravity, but also do it with the utmost style and the utmost enthusiasm to the point where it looks like a good idea that we would want to try. Yeah. It's not, but it would look good on you, and that's why it's your day, buddy. You're the man. You're the man. Let's oil ourselves up and uh, lose track of where who begins. <laughs>